It's February 16, 2022. Welcome to the new reality edition of Bite Marks Cafe right here on Hawaii Public Radio, where we serve you the first bite of today's science, technology, and innovation. I'm Bert Lum. And of course, first up, I've invited Isar Basafanazad from Nalu Scientific. And uh, here's, he's here on the show to talk about a new distribution deal they just signed up with. And then uh, we'll be joined by Mele James from the Hawaii Venture Capital Association along with Asaf Karman, uh, uh, he's a co-founder over at Turnover BNB, and Brian Glazer, co-founder at Hohonu. And of course, uh, we're here to talk about the upcoming HVCA Entrepreneur Awards. But uh, before that, I just wanted to let you guys know that uh, there is a Blue Startups Founders Mixer. Blue Startups is having their Founders Mixer, and that's happening tomorrow, the 17th, from 3 p.m. to 5 p.m., and it's also a cohort 14 info session, and it's going to be uh, uh, virtual, so you guys can uh, sign up and, and check it out. I will put the link up in the show notes uh, later on tonight. Um, it's a you know it's an event, right? So I'll I'll uh, rather than you know try to try to repeat the event, right? I'll just put up the show put it up on the show notes for later on. But of course, now I want to welcome Isar. Mustafanazad, he's the co-founder, co-founder of Nalu Scientific, and you know we've had uh, we've had um, Isar on before, and I would like to have him uh, uh, tell us all about uh, you know Nalu Scientific and what this uh, new deal is with this uh, Cayenne Technologies. Welcome to the show, Isar. Aloha, Burke. Thank you for having me. <clears throat> um, yeah, at Nalu Scientific, we design integrated circuits, or also known as microchips. Mm-hmm. Um, these are uh, low size, weight, and power specialized uh, analog to digital converters. Everything in the world around this happens, that's happening around this is analog. And in order for computers or humans to process it uh, or analyze it, it needs to be digitized. Um, and so we make these microchips, essentially. And uh, Main application is, is uh, advanced scientific instruments. If you ever heard of the Large Hadron Collider, for example, that's uh, in Switzerland, um, and, and uh, also there's, they're building one in, in the U.S. called the Electron-Ion Collider. Uh, um, we're hoping that they will be able to use our next uh, version of our microchips, essentially. And, and Isar, what, what, what makes you stand out amongst others that might be doing some of these uh, integrated circuits uh, uh, for analog to digital? You guys are able to do it like a really, you know, like a really fast conversion. Correct. So low size, weight, and power, and cost, um, and also uh, catering to the special needs of this community. So it's a very, very specialized community. They need things to be fast. They need things to be robust, compact, um, and they're also cost sensitive. So we came up with a technology that answers to all of these uh, requests, essentially. And and Isar, you you. Um kind of hit the nail on the head uh, in terms of a question I wanted to ask you. And this is a specialized area, and it's not like, you know, you're trying to get your, you know, IC, <laughs> IC chips in any, in like a Best Buy or something. So why why do you need to get a distributor? Excellent question, Bert. Uh, think about a, a, you know, special drug, for example, mm-hmm. that, that, people, that a company might be making, right? And so because it's so specialized, uh, we need to find a partner that, that, can, that knows the market, that knows the end users really well in and out, and Cayenne Technologies is that kind of partner, essentially. They are uh, selling to every national lab, every university in the world, uh, in the U.S. and in the world. And so they're a known brand name, 
and once uh, the steel allows us to be on their shelf, uh, and they've done it with, with other uh, products and other types of products, and it's been very successful. Um, so uh, we're hoping to leverage their existing network, essentially, uh, to get us to the to the, the currently available specialized uh, needs that are out there for us. And in terms of science, I mean, well, how did how did that deal work out? I mean, did you did you seek them out, or did they seek you out? How did how did you guys come to the actual agreement? It's been an organic process, I must say. Uh, we we know their their engineers that work at the company. Uh, we are we all go to the same conferences and trade shows, and uh, we also know the same customers and end users. And so, uh, you know, at several conferences, we had a booth, for example, we were demoing our product. Uh, their engineers came and saw it, and then they saw a crowd around our our booth, basically. And so they they realized there is a need for this technology and. Um, and they're always looking to expand their offerings. So we started talking and, you know, over breaks and, and, and meetings. And, and this, this has started a few years ago. So mm-hmm. it, it took some time. And the pandemic had its effect on it, too, a chilling effect on it, too. And, but now we're back in business and uh, we're excited to take it to the next level. Well, that's that's great. And, you know, I, I always thought that uh, it was a pretty specialized market for for the, the integrated uh, circuits that you guys build and then the – uh, the fact that you know there aren't a whole lot of uh, particle accelerators out there, so uh, I'm sure that they will not only identify uh, those those particular businesses, but uh, also perhaps open up new ones. So are you are you uh, seeing potential expansion as a result of this distribution deal? I am hoping. Yes, uh, we uh, you know we need to start to put the offerings out there and then uh, uh, ramp up production essentially as the orders come in and. You know, get into the mode of uh, testing inventory, all the good stuff, uh, and the value-add engineering, calibration, things like that. That'll happen all here in Hawaii, essentially. So we're we're quite excited about that. Yeah. No, that's great. And you know, uh, Isar, you, you know, you've uh, pretty much grown the business uh, right here in Hawaii, and uh, have have not you know been pulled away. So I I really applaud you for that, and and uh, you know, keeping keeping the the lights on here uh, in Hawaii and doing something very, very specialized. So, you know, congratulations to them. Congratulations to your new deal. And, and Isar, where can people f- go to uh, find out more about Nalu Scientific? Thank you, Bert. That's, that's very kind uh, kind of you to say that. Uh, we are, uh, everything is on, on our website, uh, nalusscientific.com. Come check us out and uh, happy to discuss. Thanks, Isar. Of course, uh, Always welcome to, you know, glad to have you on Bite Marks Cafe. Of course, we'll take a short break, and when we return, we'll be joined by Millie James from Hawaii Venture Capital Association, along with Asaf Karman from uh, Turnover BNB and Brian Glazer from Hohonu. This is Bite Marks Cafe. Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributors Native Books and PCAT, Pacific Center for Advanced Technology Training. Welcome back to Bite Marks Cafe on Hawaii Public Radio. I am happy to welcome back Mele James from the Hawaii Venture Capital Association, along with Asaf Carmen from uh, Turnover BNB, Brian Glazer, co-founder over at Hohonu. And, of course, uh, we're here to talk about the 2022 HVCA Entrepreneur Awards and, of course, uh, what it means to be an entrepreneur here in Hawaii. And, and of course, all of, the, uh, all of these uh, great guests are, are repeats, and I, I, I love just having you know, to have an opportunity to catch up with all of them. But I want to welcome you all to Bite Marks Cafe. Thanks, Bert. Thanks for having us. 
So, you know, what I'll do is, Mele, I, I want you to uh, <clears throat> kind of introduce the, the two companies and, and, you know, tell us a little bit about the, you know, the Hawaii Venture Capital Association uh, Entrepreneur Awards. Uh, I, I, I appreciate the fact that you've asked me to be a, a, a guest and or actually a judge on uh, some of your deliberations. So uh, happy to see some of the process, you know, behind the scenes. Uh, but, you know, Mele, you know, uh, the two companies that um, we have represented here, you know, they've each been on the show, you know, by Marsh Cafe before. And uh, so we can sort of trace some of their uh, their their history. But, you know, maybe maybe start with, uh, you know, what is the HVC Awards all about? And then uh, maybe you can do a quick intro of, of a couple of these companies. Yeah, thank you. So the um, Hawaii Entrepreneur Awards, you know, HBCA was started in 1988, so we've been around for a long time supporting innovation, entrepreneurship, and growth um, in Hawaii. And so we started hosting these awards events back in 2000. So this is our 22nd annual. We've featured and honored 107 entrepreneurs over the years. And so this year we're featuring 37 uh, companies that are all part of this growing innovation entrepreneurship ecosystem here in the island. So it's super exciting. Um, you know, if you are interested in entrepreneurship, interested in innovation, want to know what's happening in Hawaii, what's new, uh, it's an hour-long show. And it, with, with, with everything, you would get like a, a real kind of 37 companies you're going to get to know real quick, get to hear from each of them what they're up to, what they've accomplished in the last year, and why they've been included as finalists and winners um, in this year. So it's going to be jam-packed and fast-paced and really awesome. So we hope you all can join us on Tuesday, March 1st at 9 p.m. at KGMB. So um, in terms of, I, I love your comment on two of these companies being repeats and um, you know, kind of really seeing their growth here in the islands. And I think that's a great, great testament to the, the resources and programs and ecosystem that's growing here that we can continue to support companies and their growth um, that they're being recognized for and continuing to be able to be here and, and be able to, uh, to, to to grow, creating jobs and opportunity here in the island. So um, I'll first recognize Brian, uh, who is with Hohonu. Um, he is, Brian Glazer, getting the Island Innovator Award of the Year. And that, that award is really around, uh, you know, honoring the most impactful innovation that's kind of solving a problem in our own backyard, uh, but also, you know, our Aina, but also kind of thinking about that from a bigger standpoint. So it's, it's an island-based problem, but kind of much bigger picture, too. So it can start here, but it's also addressing global challenges. Um, and, you know, and so that's been really exciting to see Hohonu getting recognized for this. Um, and, of course, Brian's going to talk more about that around, you know, monitoring water levels, um, being able to forecast uh, for our communities around flooding and adapt to climate change. So super exciting around that innovation. Um, and then, of course, our deal of the year, Asaf and Tim um, from Turnover B&B, a blue startup company um, that was recognized a couple years ago as our tech entrepreneur of the year. And I love that we're seeing them back again two years later as our deal of the year, um, which is an honor we've actually been hosting the longest since 2000. So 22 years of hosting this particular award. This is how the whole event started. Um, and it's for the largest uh, venture capital fundraising round led by any you know, company here in Hawaii. And that was a $4.5 million round um, that they had last year. So super exciting to, to have both of them be joining me. And, and also for all of you listening, you know, if you want to learn more, you know, get that fast paced, meet all these entrepreneurs. They each get to share what they're up to in the show. 
um, and you'll be able to just get, you'll know everything about what's going on um, in our innovation ecosystem uh, by watching the show. So, well, thanks, um, Millie. And, and, you know, we'll, yeah. we'll also get you, uh, get, uh, give you a chance to uh, let us know where to go to sign up for the uh, Entrepreneur Awards. But Asaf, you know, I was looking back at my notes and it was uh, March 18th, 2020 that I had you on. And of course, uh, we had you on because we were recognizing you for at that time, uh, uh, what tech tech entrepreneur of the year, and and um, you know that was the March eighteenth. I recall was the week right before uh, the actual shutdown, and 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 everybody had to stay at home, and uh, we basically went virtual on the following week, the twenty fifth. So you were my one of my last guests that actually came into the studio. So Asaf, you have that. You have that honor <laughs> as, as uh, of being one of the last uh, to come into the studio here. I, I remember that day, and I, re- I remember those times. It was definitely a very scary moment to be in the you know, hospitality industry. Um, you know, even before the shutdowns, it was, it was a very scary uh, period, and I'm happy we, <laughs> we got through it. Yeah, you know, it was a it was a real <clears throat> uncertain time, a, a pretty scary time. You know, I remember um, I remember a friend of mine from college, uh, you know, emailing me and saying, "Hey, I'm you know I'm I'm coming into Honolulu. Uh, let's get together." And then and then the pandemic became like a real thing. And I think uh, uh, Seattle was one of the first places that was uh, on the map with uh, with COVID. And and then we ended up telling each other, "Ah, uh, you know, I think it's probably better that we <laughs> we don't meet <laughs> meet each other." And you know, and then it's been shut down ever since. So, you know, anyway, I'm 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 glad that you were able to, you know, we could we could share some time in the studio here uh, at at the Hawaii Public Radio, and and of course, uh, you know, when when judging the uh, venture capital awards, um, uh, this like Melly said, I mean, the, the deal of the year is really kind of like the signature, the signature award because uh, I remember deliberating about it, and it's like it was pretty easy because it's all about who got the biggest deal and. And and Asaf, I mean, Turnover BNB. I mean, tell us quickly what is Turnover BNB, and 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 how did you get uh, get to sign this uh, four four point five million dollar venture deal? Yeah, so Turnover BNB is a software platform that allows vacation rental operators um, to operate their uh, businesses, specifically around like cleaning and maintenance. Uh, we operate all over the world. Um, you know, while we do live here in Hawaii, um, you know, we have very little actual business done here. Um, and we are in every state in the country and kind of most countries in the world. You know, that's, uh, you know, that's impressive. In fact, I was going to ask you the question, what, what has Turnover B&B done with respect to, you know, the uh, short-term vacation rentals uh, and some of the uh, legislation against that happening in Hawaii, and and uh, I think the fact that uh, you're a uh, global company is important. Yeah, you know, we we live here, and you know, we also think that there should definitely be reasonable limits um, and consideration with regards to you know to residents. Um, but you know, taking that into account, we also need to understand that you know globally. Tourism has changed, and you know the the hotel model, um, you know, is still attractive to some people. But more and more people, you know, want to travel in a different way, and that that needs to be taken into account. And I think places they want to accommodate 
uh, travelers who want to stay, you know, in like bigger rooms and like with with friends and you know in a big space, mm-hmm. um, will we'll probably pay the price. And and uh, you know, in terms of um, the deal, the four point five million deal. I mean, what what brought that on? Did you? Did you really get a good pitch in front of uh, one of the the venture capital or guys and 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 got the you know got them to what is it is that called a, is that a Series A I mean what what convinced them to put some money into uh, uh, turnover B and B Yeah, so that that's a Series A and you know the interesting thing and the irony of it is like when you don't need the money is when uh, it comes to you. And, you know, we were in a really good position um, in 2021, um, and we were getting a lot of actually inbound emails from from venture funds interested in our product and interested in what we're doing. And we were talking to a few of them, and uh, we were like, ah, we don't really need the money right now, maybe later. Um, and RET Ventures, that the, the group that we've uh, had to deal with, they, you know, they were... Um, you know, very persistent, and they convinced us that we could, you know, work together and grow the the product together, and that there's a lot of value add with working with them, um, which is true. And you know, they're a great group, great people. Um, you know, they really believed in, in the product and what we were building, um, and really couldn't care less that we were in Hawaii and not in San Francisco or somewhere else. Well, that's great, and you know, I was going to ask you: Has the money and the influence from uh, this new investor uh, potentially, you know, had an impact? Has has an impact in you uh, considering somewhere else to reside? Absolutely not. Oh, good. Absolutely not. So we're we're here, and we're staying here, and we're going to grow the company here, and we're actually recruiting for a lot of um, positions, kind of all over the world. Our company is distributed. But we have a local office here in Honolulu with uh, 12 people, um, and we're growing that office. We're actually recruiting for um, lead digital marketing position. So if anyone's listening and wants to join uh, the ride and do something on a global scale, please look us up on LinkedIn and send me a message. And and uh, Asaf, I mean, in terms of working in Hawaii for Turnover BNB, uh, it's not like you're working to build a, a bigger market in Hawaii. It's actually they're they're working uh, for a global company, and they could be living in Hawaii, working on projects that are uh, located uh, anywhere across where Turnover B and B is is uh, represented. Absolutely. So you know we're a national global brand, um, and you know we're launching marketing campaigns. Social media, influencers, uh, paid media, all these things we're doing on a global scale from our office here in uh, Bishop Street. Great. That sounds great. And, of course, you know, we, we want to get to uh, Brian Glazer and Hohonu. And what we, uh, what I will do is I'll have uh, uh, Mele also uh, kind of sing the praises of, of Hohonu when we come back from the break. So we will hold that thought. Uh, we'll be right back to after this short break to continue our conversation with Millie James from the Hawaii Venture Capital Association, Asaf, Carmen, Turnover BNB, and Brian Glazer, Hohonu. This is Bite Marks Cafe. Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, whose contributors help Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributor Anchor Systems Hawaii. 
Welcome back. This is Bite Marks Cafe on HPR One. I'm Bert Lam, and if you're just joining us, we're talking to Melly James from the Hawaii Venture Capital Association, along with Asaf Carmen from Turnover BNB, Brian Glazer, co-founder over at Hohonu, and of course, we're talking about the Hawaii Venture Capital Association Entrepreneur Awards, and of course, uh, you know, creating a successful business right here in Hawaii. And you know, we got a good sense of uh, what uh, Turnover BNB is is doing, and and Melly, so. You know, Brian uh, was on the show maybe, I think, back in November of last year, and he was telling me about, you know, these uh, kind of a cool project that uh, gets him into the, you know, these 54 communities in the in the, the southwest of, uh, southeast of, of the United States. Uh, so so what did what did Brian have to do to, to kind of um, get the attention of the HVCA awards? Well, um, you know, looking at, you know, really adapting to climate change, we've seen just so much of this, the front of news, front of mind um, more recently. And so, you know, we're really looking at some of these global challenges um, that really are, you know, being solved here on our islands that have global impact. And so Hohonu to us just really identified uh, just just hitting that right on the mark um, and just being so important um, right now that, that it was an obvious choice when we were looking at, you know, who is solving an island challenge that has global impact right here in the in Hawaii. So um, I, couldn't, I couldn't say anything better than that. Well, you know, I think it's good that, uh, <clears throat> you know, I, I was able to get them on the show back in November. And then, of course, uh, you know, Melly, uh, since, uh, since Brian has gotten now the uh, Island Innovator Award, uh, I think you've... Um, You've uh, basically uh, backed up my my uh, decision to have them on. So you've you've uh, uh, supported the the yeah, my decision. You're a trendsetter. <laughs> you're a trendsetter Bert. We just gotta we just gotta make sure we tune into your uh, your show every week. Well, you know, I don't know. Maybe we'll know maybe network, maybe it was the press release that uh, Brian Glazer sent me. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> maybe it was that. But hey, Brian. So so since November, I mean, what is uh. What 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 have you been able to do with some of these uh, fifty four communities? Yeah, it's great to be back. Thanks for having me on. It's a super uh, great. Uh, we're really excited to, to receive this award. Um, having been kind of a kid around the block around the HBCA for a couple of years, I think Bert, that's where you and I met first. Met. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But yeah, so you know, Hohomi's whole mission is really to you know, democratize access to ocean observing technologies. And what that really means is kind of make it easier, make it more effective for folks who don't have access to understanding and measurements of how the environment is changing um, and it's accelerating with effects of climate change to make that more accessible. And, you know, this started as a research project at the University of Hawaii in my lab at UH in the Oceanography Department. Uh, it was catalyzed. We take a lot of inspiration from working with groups, local EA restoration groups out of Haia and across the state. Thinking about prob- real problems, though, like if you have 100 volunteers coming to help you do something at low tide, you need to know when low tide is going to be at your site. And if you are starting to think about projections for all of a sudden we're going to have to deal with a foot of sea level rise by 2050, we need to start to have air bars measurements in our own backyards, not just where the federal assets are. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're, what we're really working to do with Ohona is to take that to new scale. And in terms of these uh, these 54 communities, uh, do you have a timetable that you're working, you know, working to implement, you know, the system? Right. So we were awarded this contract to those uh, integrated ocean observing systems in the southeast. So from Florida to North Carolina, we're rolling out 60 centers for five years of support, working mostly with 
communities who say, you know, the nearest NOAA tide gauge isn't near enough for us to solve these problems. Uh, we've deployed about 35 or 40 of the sensors so far in the first six months of year one, and we'll have the rest of those rolled out by summer. And uh, is it is it uh, requiring you to to get out there personally, or do you have kind of partners on the ground that are that are helping? Uh, we, were, you know, we were very deliberate in thinking about whether or not launching Hohonu as a for-profit company was the right thing to do, and very deliberate in building a team. We've got amazing collaborators and co-founders. Uh, a longtime friend and colleague of mine, Dr. Nicole Elko, is a rock star coastal geologist in South Carolina. Uh, Dr. Dave Walsh uh, is in, in Woods Hole, uh, Massachusetts. And so between the three of us, we kind of have a professional network of coastal oceanography-type friends, and they do a lot of the deployments themselves mm-hmm. as well. And so we're starting to engage and broaden, almost kind of like an, what we might think an Uber for geoscientists might look like someday, where we could actually pay graduate students in, lo- in locations where we're not to go out and do a day of field work for deployment. And you did you did start up uh, Hohonu as a for-profit, right? Exactly. So we are a public-private uh, launch, right? The University of Hawaii is a partial equity owner. Uh, we've gotten a huge amount of support from Vice President for Research and Innovation, Sermos' office, mm-hmm. the Transfer Office there. Um, but we are a Delaware State Corporation. That's great. That's great. And, of course, uh, uh, congratulations on the Island uh, Innovator Award. And I, I think, uh, you know, this will, of course, launch you into bigger and, and better things. And and uh, we're, we always have a place uh, for, for both of uh, you guys, uh, Asaf and, and Brian, here on uh, Bite Bars Cafe. So, Millie, you know, as, as far as the uh, HVCA awards are, that are coming up, I mean, there's some other companies that, that you're going to be recognizing. And maybe, maybe you can just quickly tell us uh, some of the other awards that might be uh, showcased uh, yeah. that evening. So we have our Investor of the Year Award, which is an HVCA honor. Um, and that's going to Kamehameha Schools. Uh, Kael Duarte um, is the honoree and really, you know, sharing just all the amazing, um, not only just, you know, financial investments, but community investments, all the different types of investments that Kamehameha has done to, to really move forward with our innovation ecosystem. We also have our Entrepreneur of the Year, Bella Hughes from Shaka Tea. And speaking of being a uh, Trend setting. Um, we had we're honoring her, but it was so great that they had an acquisition recently from Kings Hawaiian. So Shaka Tea was recently acquired, which was in the news. So that's super exciting. Um, even more so, uh, wow. having her be our entrepreneur of the year. That's great. Um, as well as an honorable mention of Volta with their IPO last year. Mm-hmm. So just really seeing that great momentum with acquisitions, IPOs, and all of these companies that were started here in Hawaii. Um, we also have our Corporate Entrepreneur of the Year. So this is someone who is in entrepreneurial thinking, um, looking at things differently, and um, who's being honored is John DeFries from HTA. And then we have our Startup Paradise Champion of the Year, Paul Yonamine with Central Pacific Bank, um, who's been a huge supporter of, of, of us uh, in all of the aspects of entrepreneurship here. So I know, Bert, we honored you a couple of years ago. So you're in good, co- he's in good company. Um, <laughs> uh, thank you. Yeah. We also, yeah. <laughs> we also have our People's Choice. So if you are interested in voting, this is the People's Choice. You've got five companies. And if you go to hbca.org, you can post your vote. Um, those, the voting ends tomorrow. So please be sure to post your vote for your People's Choice Entrepreneur of the Year. Uh, we also are asking people to register for the event, even though it will be broadcast on Hawaii News Now, KGMB at 9 p.m. on March 1st, um, and also live-streamed as well as on-demand. Um, and we'll have a couple other broadcasts 
post. Nelly, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to end there, and I'll okay. put that, put that link up on the show work. notes. Yeah, sounds good. And of course, uh, Melly James, she's the president of uh, Hawaii Venture Capital Association. Asaf Carmen, he's the co-founder over at Turnover BNB. Brian Glazer is the co-founder of Hohonu. And of course, I want to thank them all for joining us. And of course, thank you for listening to Bite Marks Cafe. Join us next week when we will hear the latest updates from Movers and Shakas. If you miss any part of this edition, you can find the podcast of tonight's show on bitemarkscafe.org. And if you have any comments or suggestions, feel free to email me at bitemarks at gmail.com. You can also find me on Twitter. I'm at bitemarks. Our engineers, David Chong, you can catch us on HPR One every Wednesday or anytime via the HPR app, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. You stay safe. You stay awesome. We'll see you next week on another edition of Bite Marks Cafe.